previous newspaper rant does not reflect the Doug Skeen publishing empire on the east side of the state. We now join the huge show already in progress as we move on to talk Michigan TCU. How you doing, Douglas? I'm doing good. I'm right in the middle of reading a novel. Well, that's what that's over here reading. Like the the people are saying, like you read books off of iPads or your phone. No, I don't. I, I still like a good read. I like a book. I tried that. I tried it once because oh. I, I had a couple friends doing the iPad thing and then reading that with an electronic device. I tried it. It was horrible. Oh, it's oh, brutal. And then the pages start flipping through. You don't remember what page you're on. You're starting over. It's like the, it's like trying to watch something on on demand. How'd I end? How'd I end up back on uh, episode one from season nine? <laughs> there is something to be said about picking up a document, the physical document oh, in your hand. No, we can't read anymore. We can't read. No one, no one's supposed to read. It's it's one of those lost arts, I suppose. But it is still fundamental, you know, out here in the business world, and you see it as well. If you if you can't read and communicate, articulate your thoughts fluidly. Life is harder than it already is. I know. In my last uh, partner business meeting today, I said, what it took me to get through eighth grade at Sparta Public Schools, I value that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the eighth grade education. What, you're, you're agreeing like, yeah, wow. Your, your first thought yeah. scheme was like, yeah. eighth, well, I was going to go with seven. <laughs> I thought you made it past the ninth grade. No, that, that, that's actually like a master's degree at Sparta. All right, uh, let's move on. Uh, let's talk about Michigan TCU. This, this weight, you know, I, I could live with like three, four, five days, but now the fact you got to kind of restart uh, the hype machine, we're looking ahead to New Year's Eve, TCU, Michigan in the desert. You know, it's kind of like last year. Michigan had all that mojo. And you could see the weight didn't help that team. I, I get Georgia was prolific on defense. They were loaded. But Michigan did not look like the same team they did uh, to close out 2021. And I do wonder, does the break help TCU more or does it help Michigan? Well, I think last year is different than this year, Bill. You know, last year we, we had finally gotten over that emotional hump of that Ohio State game at home and, and then went and beat Iowa to win the first Big Ten title in many, many, many years. This year's team, you know, hey, we've this year's team, they, they've been there, done that. And so, and then had that very unfortunate experience in that game against Georgia last year. I think this year's break probably helps Michigan, certainly more than it did last year with some of the injuries and getting guys back out there as healthy as possible before we go up and, 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 and play TCU. So, you know, breaks at the end of a season to your bowl game are nothing new in college football. Um, and you play on New Year's Day, there's a, there's a long time in between, and you can lose some of your edge. You can lose the routine because you, you're no longer you know, back-to-back-to-back game weeks. I, I think in, in a lot of situations, depending on the scenario, it, it, a lot of teams fall victim to it. Their minds just start wandering and, Guys are looking, peeking over the horizon at the NFL Combine and other things, and holidays are around, and family, and their whole routine is kind of shot. But I, I just got a feeling that this year is a little bit different for this Michigan team because of what happened last year. Doug Skeen, five-time Big Ten champion, offensive lineman, late 80s, early 90s, co-host on the Michigan Football Podcast 
Uh, you can hear weekly at thewolverine.com joining us on the Meyer Guest Line. Uh, what, what intrigues you the most about this TCU-Michigan matchup? Well, I certainly want to see how our offensive line can do what it does so well against the Michigan or the, the TCU defensive front. Um, and, and then, you know, that that's always going to be of interest to, to me, Bill. But, you know, this, this quarterback of theirs is um, – he reminds me a lot of our own quarterback in some ways. Certainly not afraid to put a shoulder down and run for a first down. And TCU has got a top grade wide receiver that's going to cause a concern back there. So, and this team, this T, this TCU team is resilient. I've had a lot of people say, "Oh, well, TCU hasn't really played anybody." Well, I don't know what you really mean by that, but they've played in some tough situations. They went down to Austin, Texas, and beat the Longhorns. They found a way to win on the road at Baylor. And us Michigan fans can say, well, that's not the same as going to Ohio State, and there may be some truth to that. But you still have to go in there and win it. So this TCU team is not going to come in here thinking anything less than we got this, we've been there, and we've done that. We know how to figure out a way to win. So it's always an interesting matchup when you get into these games after these big, long breaks. But I always look for the same thing, and it's always a first-quarter indicator for me how are we doing blocking their defensive front in the first two possessions? And then how is our defensive line doing against their quarterback, the guy who's you know back in there get, trying to get comfortable throwing the football? You can always get a feel for things, certainly by the third possession for each team. So it'll be interesting. Doug Skeen, five-time Big Ten champion offensive lineman at Michigan, co-host on the Michigan Football Podcast. You can hear weekly at thewolverine.com joining us. On the Meyer guest line. So they're a nine and a half point favorite. They be in Michigan on the DraftKings Sportsbook app, Big Board. Uh, I expect them to beat TCU. And then the question is you have Georgia, not the same defensive Georgia team, maybe even a little bit better offensively uh, than a year ago. And then there's Ohio State, where there seems to be absolutely no excitement from any fan or anybody connected to Ohio State that they're in the Final Four. Yeah, my Buckeye friends are uh, feel like they're sort of limping into this situation. And, and the way that season ended, I think, I think, you know, you look at the way, the way last year's, you know, game went with Michigan-Ohio State, and a lot of those folks thought it was a fluke. I think a lot of those players thought it was a fluke. And, and this year's different, obviously, Really, we, we, we really ripped the soul out of Ohio State down there in Columbus a few weeks ago. And so, well, I tell you what, though, Bill, they'd better get ready to play because uh, this Georgia team will run them right off the field real fast if they're not ready to go. And I think that's probably what's going to happen. I, I just think Georgia is certainly going to present the same problems to Ohio State than we did at Columbus a few weeks ago. And in, in some scenarios, even more of a test. They've got an outstanding young tight end there. They're, they're sophomore tight end. So there's all kinds of problems. And, and I'm curious to see how Stroud does against that pass rush. Stroud seems to be a guy that maybe doesn't have the uh, maybe doesn't have a real focus in there when the bullets start flying for real. I don't know that he does real well under pressure. Um, Try to tries to take on a little bit too much at times. I think George is going to probably have their way with the Buckeyes. And I tell you what, if they're not ready to come in there and play, and play really well, that game could get as ugly as our game was against them last year. So hopefully that uh, you know we get another shot at Georgia here in this title game. Certainly got to get past TCU, which I think presents its own 
challenges for sure. I think a lot of people think, oh, we're, we're just going to roll past TCU. I don't think so. I think that's going to be a tight, difficult game. Obviously, you know, there's four teams are in here for a good reason. Three of the four for sure. The fourth being Ohio State feels like they kind of backed in because of that last weekend that happened in college football that allowed them to get back in. But um, it's going to be fascinating. Michigan and Georgia remind me a lot of each other and what they do on the field, physically how they try to maul you and just impose their will upon you. And then you got the TCU and the Buckeyes that uh, like to have the, the ball flying around a little bit more and feature their outstanding players on the edge. It'll be interesting to see how it turns out, Bill, but I got a feeling it's going to be Georgia and Michigan again. Yeah, and that, that's my final question to you, Doug, that if it is Georgia-Michigan again, and we talked about last year when Georgia just had that monster defense, they also were irritated about getting beat uh, by Alabama in the SEC championship game. Uh, you knew they wanted Alabama again. They looked like... Uh, a feeding frenzy from the first snap. But what about this year's matchup? If we fast forward to Monday, January 9th, and it's Georgia and Michigan at SoFi in Los Angeles for the College Football National Championship, what do you think of that potential matchup? Well, that'll be fascinating. I think emotionally the juice will be with us this time around because of what happened a year ago. And that redemption factor plays big. When you're a young man and you've been embarrassed the way Michigan was a year ago, I would look for a different game plan out of Michigan a little bit. And what I mean by that is getting rid of the football fast, finding ways to get the ball out of the backfield, either in Donovan's hands or out quicker to tight ends in the wide receiver group. You don't want to give a defense momentum. You want to let your offensive line settle in. And, and looking back to last year's game, it was the opposite. A lot of our guys were struggling to keep the pressure off of our quarterback, getting the ball out in some space. We were just struggling right out of the gates because of that. Obviously, that Georgia defense was off the charts good. And so I think Michigan will change its game plan to allow this team to get going, get a little momentum, get some first downs, and get a little comfortable so that we don't have that shell-shocked feeling in that big moment that we had a year ago. I think we'll obviously match up better than we did a year ago. Georgia's outstanding football team for sure this year but last year was one of those teams where you just look at it and you go how do they even assemble this group it reminded me a long long time ago when we played the undefeated washington huskies and i think half of their defense went out of the nfl i've never seen a team like that I'd never played against a team like that and they were just so good you kind of just spin your head around so i think that you're going to be ready for this matchup but obviously we got to get through tcu first that presents its own problems and then we'll just see what happens. Doug Skeen, five-time Big Ten champion offensive lineman, co-host on the Michigan Football Podcast. You can hear weekly at thewolverine.com. Joining us on the Meyer guest line, Doug. Appreciate the time. Have a great night. Uh, you too. Thanks for having me, Bill. Yeah, back at you, Doug Skeen. Good man. Uh, on and off the show.